Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash make your bed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low-key, real-talk motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day, build momentum, and better your life. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to day 400 of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, which if you are following along based on seasons and doing new habits each time, we are on season seven already. So feel free to start your seventh new habit if that's how you're playing. (laughs) Thank you for being here. It genuinely means so much to me. Like no joke, this has become such a big part of my life and I couldn't be more grateful for you all for being supportive in it. Truly, 400 is so crazy to me, and I'm really, really, really excited to be here, especially today. Now today, we will be wrapping up the series I am doing on how to Google better, so if you haven't listened to the first two episodes in that series, please go back and listen to the two days prior to today's, as I will be wrapping up that information right now. Below, I have linked a techrepublic.com article, how to get better search results in Google, which has a lot of these helpful hints in it, but I'm going to share some of the favorites from that article with you now. That article encourages you to adjust your Google search settings. In a desktop class browser, you select settings in the lower right corner, and then in your search settings, you can go to your preferences. Here, you can enable your safe search to exclude explicit content from your results or adjust the number of results per page to 50 to get additional results per page so that you can scroll even faster. And one I didn't know is you can also select do not show popular searches, and this can reduce the impact of trending topics, which has absolutely ruined some of my search results in the past. 
Another fan favorite is selecting the open each selected result in a new browser window so that you can explore these links without having to re-enter your search or go back. Personally, if I'm on someone else's computer and don't want to adjust my search results, I truly just hit command as I open a link and typically it will automatically open in a new window slash browser tab so that I don't have to keep going back and forth. And I'll do that all the time if I don't want to lose the page that I'm currently on. And that's how I end up with countless tabs. <laughs> if you do make those changes in your Google search preferences, make sure you save them before you return to searching so that you don't have to do it every time. And once you do search, you can click about eight to 10 of the links that make the most sense for what you want to find in your results. That way you can peruse through these seemingly accurate search results quickly and identify any of the keywords that you may want to use in your future searches or any information that may be relevant to your current one. Additionally, there are some tips that may help you retrieve more reliable and unbiased search results by searching anonymously. Using private browsing mode can help you from having to log in to certain sites that may have article quotas that you've reached or change the results from cookies. A lot of the time I choose to search for things anonymously in private browsing mode or incognito mode simply so it does alleviate a lot of that bias. And I am always just a big fan of deleting and disabling all of your cookies and search history and site data and browser cookies, whatever. All that stuff regularly collects your information and absolutely affects and skews the results that you're getting from your searches. There are some private browsers that are made for this that are a lot less advertising friendly and problematic than Google can be. DuckDuckGo is one of the top private search engines. It does place high importance on securing the privacy of its searches. I haven't always had the greatest luck with that in the past. I kind of love some of the biases that Google takes from knowing how I am, but I also love privacy. And I'm pretty sure my issues with DuckDuckGo are 100% user error and not anyone else's problem but me. I'm gonna keep trying after this episode actually because I am re-inspired to give it another shot. I tried it a few years ago and couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong, but you know, if you do know a better, more private search engine, let me know. But this is an important topic to think about because the internet is undeniably one of the most incredibly fantastic resources that we have, but it is often incredibly unreliable and only we can know and be in charge of checking and double checking our own shit to make sure that we are the most well-informed and prepared that we can be to utilize this resource in a way that ensures we're not being taken advantage of by it. If you look up Save the Pacific Northwest Tree Octopus, you can find websites and information and Wikipedia pages, but it's a hoax meant to prove how easy it is to create completely validating echo chambers that spread misinformation. And obviously the one about the tree octopus is not going to get anyone into political trouble or arguments with their family, but it's still important to recognize how much and how quickly incorrect and often really, really dangerous information can spread. 
I found an article with a quote from some teachers named Kelly Kylie and Polly Supapi who try to get their students to slow down and dig deeper into their search results by telling them, Wikipedia is like the McDonald's of research. It will get you information quickly, but it's not always quality information. And it's true. Search engines will not always deliver the explicit truth to you on a platter formally with a tidy little bow. Using search engines are more like using shop assistants. They'll need to go back and forth from the stock room and asking others for help to find the right style and size. But you as a customer must learn how to ask the right questions in the right way to ensure a speedy and more efficient and more reliable result in what they're coming back with. Because the more that we do learn, the more useful the questions that we will be able to ask and the better our resulting searches will become. I've referenced it before, but in college, one of my teachers gave us all a test that had commonly misunderstood and misremembered information. Like Eli Whitney did not actually invent the cotton gin, but according to most Google search results, he did. And I will never forget arguing with my teacher because I got the question wrong and could not find any other information validating his answer, which was the point he was trying to make, because he eventually did show us how to Google properly, and it really came down to double-checking, rechecking, and ensuring that people aren't spreading false information on purpose. Of course, some historical facts are just misremembered, and we'll just have to go with history and trust that we might not ever know the truth. But if we can learn how to search better, and more efficiently, we will start getting more relevant results, which will in turn continue to spread more accurate and effective information that can help to help us all grow as a world as we continue to spread that valuable and truthful information with the rest of our communities. Take your time to learn how to search better so that you won't get as frustrated or as misled as we can often get by trusting Google blindly and not knowing how to appropriately utilize it. It's a fantastic resource that is often underutilized because we're never taught how to properly use it. So teach yourself and it will save you a lot of trouble in the long run and open up a world of possibilities through a ridiculous library of endless resources of information. And the more you know how to pick through that information for what is real and what is true, the better you're going to be at using this resource to your advantage. I love you all very much, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at MYDB Podcast or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com. If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Merica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.